Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's like a brand new welcoming here. It is. Now, this is listening to it, you'd never know. And since we haven't put out a video in a little while, you know, I got to update you. The studio looks different now. So I'll have to put out a video for this one just so people see it. They might be able yeah. to notice the comfort in my voice. Yes. Soothing. It's very soothing comfort you have, Kevin. Thanks. Yes. Uh, it's episode 59. Dang. Of life over par, getting up there. Yeah, and today is the 46th anniversary of the sinking of the Edmund Fitzgerald. No kidding. Yes, it is. No shit. Yeah. So maybe listen to the song a little bit. I love that song. <laughs> you probably won't hear it till Monday, so you'll be listening to it in your deer blind, maybe. Possibly opening day. Oh yeah. Listening to us. Opening day, listening to us, and then yeah. going. Don't oh, worry, yeah, guys. I it's, do it's, need to listen to that song. Yeah, it's just a squirrel. It's not. It's not a deer. It is the largest squirrel you've ever heard. <laughs> it's a thirty point buck. Yeah, but yes, it's Wednesday, November tenth. Uh, brand new. Well, yeah, I'll say brand new studio setup. Yeah, same wall, same yeah. flags, different arrangement. Yeah, I like that. But uh, there's a rug. I don't know if you can see the rug, but there's a rug, <laughs> little table. Unfortunately, little table. I have to wear pants now. Yep. <laughs> Kevin was like... This was sprung on me. <laughs> How much of me can you see? Uh, everything. <laughs> Glad I trimmed my toenails. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yeah. They were getting yeah, bad. Yeah, it's comfy. It looks good. I, when we get Greg Roy... To come back on the on the pod, he's definitely gonna be like, "All right, he's gonna be more in tune to, to come in now." <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully, um, you might have to sit on Nick's side. Yeah, something I learned. I got more, but we'll jump to one of those things <laughs> I learned. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, like a normal love seat, and maybe it was just the love seats in the price range I was searching for, because I didn't want to spend a bunch. Um, three hundred pound weight limit. On a normal love seat. And that makes no sense to me. That's like, okay, what? so 150 pound people and they're pushing it for two people. Right. Makes no sense. These ones, on the other hand, was a little heavier duty. You'd never know by the uh, the wood that's used to build them. Plywood. <laughs> uh, the 400 pound weight limit. <clears throat> so I was like, okay. Saying, like, I still don't yeah, know about a guest here. <laughs> right. I'm just like, uh, the average. Male probably weighs about 200 pounds, and a small female is 100. So, I mean, come on. That's right. pushing it. That's like doing right. the bare minimum. But, I mean, all your weight's not on the couch. Like, there's some weight in your legs. True. So maybe that's not counting against how much weight you have on it. And I'm sitting very gingerly. I'm, I, I'm a little. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm nervous. I appreciate that. If these Don't. are to collapse... Don't I move. want it on camera. There, this is great. There will be a Facebook clip. It will be a waste of money, <laughs> but uh, maybe worth it for the video. That'll be a jump to make us go viral. 
like what this these people have about 60 podcasts already and this is the material that we're giving out i gotta listen <laughs> that's this a good idea bump. that's a good idea if you guys would like to pitch in uncovering the cost of a new one kevin all for it <laughs> i'm just saying i don't have a good track record with furniture yeah at least they're not wicker i destroy <laughs> wicker <laughs> wicker <laughs> you think i put wicker down here <laughs> i don't know man no uh, destroying furniture, I still have a storage unit with our old couch from when we lived in Mount Pleasant. Perfect. No Where the one way. side is broke-ish, and we had to put a piece of OSB in there for sturdiness. Still got it. I don't even remember what that couch was. We picked it up somewhere. I don't know. It was like side a of the road. green color. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to... Is it the is it actual couch? Yeah. Yeah, long couch. The one where uh, I won't put his name out here. You might not want to know uh, where he puked on your lap. Oh, when yeah. When him, you, and I were sitting on it, and we were all pretty drunk, and Andy walked in, and he just leaned over and puked on your lap. I can't believe you had that thing rotting in a storage unit with just puke and piss and blood. There's all no over it. puke and piss and blood on no. it. No, it's, it's don't been puke. cleaned. Yeah, I caught here's, it. Here's what happened. It got on Kyle. Yeah, he got up and like left in disgust, (laughs) as you do. The third person here flipped the cushion and laid down. As you do, as you do, I guess when you're (laughs) this person. When in doubt, just flip the cushion. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I think it's been cleaned since then. I'm pretty sure. I hope so. It's in the storage unit for four or five years now. I just need to clean that out because that's four or five years of paying on a storage unit that I don't need to pay for, really. There's a couch, um, a dresser, and that table, that white table that we had with those roller chairs. Yeah, the white. That's what's in the storage unit. The table that we used as a large chessboard. Yeah, (laughs) battle shots. You and uh, Eckbert did battle shots, yes. Yeah, he's really good at He's really good at chess. Yeah, you lost. I just got so drunk so fast from losing like two pounds, three pounds. I was like, all right. That was fun. I can't believe you still yeah, have those. Still got all of it. I know. Need to get rid of it. It saved me 45 bucks a month to get rid of that thing. Dang. It automatically comes out and you're just like, a couple oh, yeah. months and I can get another couch. <laughs> no big deal. All right. Line them up. Anyway. Um, you massage chairs as much as you've been paying or as long as you've been paying. Yeah. Now, there's an idea. Now, if I added yeah. it all up, yes, I could have. Kevin? I'll even put a buck in the handle. <laughs> so, oh, you like at the mall. Pay. Okay. <laughs> okay, we got to really step it up, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we uh, took last week uh, off, so we're kind of two weeks <laughs> back. So a lot of catch-up here on, on the golf stuff. I'll try to be quick with it, though. Um, Butterfeud Bermuda. That's hard to say. Butterfield Bermuda Championship. Uh, the winner, who knows? I don't know. Lucas Herbert, never heard of him. $1,170,000. Nobody now, picked him. Now, I had Danny Willett. We went over on the last episode. That was a bad pick for me. Um, Bazoonow? Bazoonow? now, I think. Bazoonow. Um, it's your story. Yeah. Not, not great for me either. See if I can get this photo open. Okay, he was T57. Um, not great. Kyle, 
you had uh, two guys make it, Watney and Vijegas. Mm-hmm. Now, last episode, you were just like 100% confident you were not going to have two guys. Mm, oh, for sure. Yeah. But um, Vijegas went six under on the second day to make the cut for you. It's a second push. I mean, he's he's got guts. So you finished uh, T46 and T34. Kevin, Seamus Powers was your yes. money winner there. Uh, T12. That boy can golf. He was 10 under. Now, your guy that missed the cut that had cancer. I mean, great pick for the story. Sorry. I get it. He finished plus 39. Yeah. Which, you know. Kyle thinks he can he can beat him. Mm, right? You said, you said you're shooting... Bogey golf, right? I would shoot, I would shoot bogey golf, but I wouldn't shoot bogey golf in that wind. Okay. Because I, I remember it was that's when like he took like a nine on a par four or par five or something. He was thirteen over after like or like fifteen over after like thirteen holes or something. This was but the then one, they, this was the one that like Matthew Fitzpatrick that, said. Thursday the wind was delay, like right? The, yeah. Yeah. The worst. Yep. That one. Weather he's ever had yeah. for golf. Yeah. Which end up, yeah, no way. But regular conditions, I think I can play bogey golf. Now, at like major level, like Augusta or PGA Championship or so like that. I don't know. But one of Oh, I do know. I know too. One of Springer's, what does he say? What kind of tournament? Mickey like, Mouse. Yeah, Mickey Mouse tournament i think i could play bogey golf okay so after that tournament the the dollars are me last place two hundred and sixty two thousand eight hundred and sixty two dollars uh kevin second one million broke the one million mark one million seventy five thousand nine hundred and forty five and kyle first place with one million eight hundred eighty thousand eight hundred and thirty seven after that was last week's we never put our picks out, but we made picks. Um, the Worldwide Technology Championship. That winner was Victor Hovland. $1,296,000. Good work. Back-to-back winner. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. Like, you want to last when you think, you think about it, like, uh, duh, why wouldn't you just put money on someone? But you, they rarely ever win, like, back-to-back events. Yeah. And last year, if you remember, he kissed the ass of the trophy. Yeah, kissed the little ass of the iguana. (laughs) Yeah, he held it up on the correct side to kiss it, and then he shifted it over for a photo, and then they went to kiss it, and he kissed the iguana's ass. Get a little kiss. Yeah. He didn't make that mistake this year. (laughs) He looked jacked this year compared to last year. Yeah. He's a professional athlete. You'd hope he gets a little bit bigger with time or more athletic looking, Mm -hmm. maybe. Uh, I took Abraham Answer and Emilio Grillo. I figured it's Mexico. Pick some Mexican guys, right? That's, what I That's hometown. Well, Grillo missed the cut. Kevin, yeah, you remember who you had? Um, Grillo is a Mexican, had, isn't he? From Argentina? Uh, he's Latin. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> Latin America. Oh, yeah, he's Latin. All right. Uh, Cameron Tringali and. JJ Spawn. Spawn. That's correct. Yes. Tringali, 
Missed the cut for you. Missed the cut, son of a bitch. Spawn? I mean, out of nowhere, who would have picked that guy? Me. You did. And we went over this a little bit Friday night, I think it was. It's like, you said you do research on these guys. You don't just oh, pull yeah. these out of thin air? Oh, no, I don't just... What, what research oh, are you doing? I can't the tell amount you. of research that he pulled up on Sergio Garcia was <laughs> mind-blowing. Well, I'm like, what are you we'll doing? We'll get into it's that like, in a cause, minute. Because you were all <laughs> okay. about looking. All right, okay. <laughs> okay. Anywho, uh, yeah. You, you did all right. One guy uh, missed the cut, though, Tringali. Yeah, um, he had a bad Sunday, or he would have been done even better. Yeah, he, but your, your guy that did make it, T27. Uh, plus two. Ouch. Um, Son of a gun. See. I had answer who ended up finishing T seven, so that worked out pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, then to Kyle's picks here. Go back to my notes. Pick. Yeah. Oh yes. Controversy. Yep. So you picked uh, Sergio Garcia. Yep. And I pick- Billy Horschel. Mm-hmm. Now. You said you thought Billy Horschel was going to be your dark horse. No, no, no. Wait. Yes, because I... I don't know. Yeah, because That's... I thought that Sergio was going to have... No, no, no. I thought Billy Horschel was going to have... So who who was your dark horse? Sergio. Okay. So that Billy means, that means was... you're dropping Sergio. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rules is rules. Or to drop Sergio. That's I thought when I saw it, maybe he started the round, or maybe he started with like a bogey or something, and got to five thousand. I was like, all right, okay. Well, you had Billy Horschel, Sergio Garcia. Um, Garcia finished better, so I'm glad we're dropping him. Damn, you would have got more money with him, so you'll stick with Billy Horschel, and he finished T33. What a gator boy! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but the amount of research when we talked about this. See you later, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. The amount of you research. Just, like, you just Kevin ruined did. my Friday night, Kyle. You ruined it. It was, I was getting a, a snap from, <laughs> I think it was like Halloween or something. What? Or a you're like Halloween party or something with Brittany. No. And I'm getting all these texts of we're talking like back and forth. And I'm just like, no, I'm just not like, yeah, like I thought this was it, blah, blah, blah. Like 20 minutes later, I'm finally like, FanDuel, I found like seven different gambling sites. I'm like, I don't know what the like live bet's different from when I thought I saw it. It's like, well, I can't figure this out. I can't get to the bottom of who the starting odds were for all these people. Kevin did. Is he Kevin. talking about Friday? I, I, th- I think so, yeah. 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 Not a Halloween party, but <laughs> we're just out at the bar. I thought you guys were like at a, like you and Brittany went to like a garage Halloween party or something. Maybe it was another night you guys went out. That was a VFW. Oh, yeah, that was like two weeks ago. No. But yeah. Well, that was just that was that happened was, two weeks ago, didn't it? No, it was last Friday. This, this past was last Friday. Friday. Oh fuck. Like five days ago. Yeah. So you picked two guys, both of them under five. were better odds than plus five thousand. Right. So I told Kevin shenanigans. He's he's out. Get them both out of here. But he said, no, he at least gets the one. So I'm glad yeah, you cleared that one. up and you you picked the one. You <laughs> picked the correct one for us because it got you less money. It's still the correct one. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm sitting at a cool last place of $481,562. Kevin, still in second, 
1,126,345. And Kyle, because you took Horschel, you're at $1,918,431. You would have broke right. the $2 million mark if you would have had your surge. Yeah. Damn. Well, that's, that's too damn bad. Damn we'll Spaniards. We'll, we'll, we'll make that mistake again. So I did a different thing of betting on my uh, my uh, DraftKings here. Mm-hmm. So because I already lost my bet of who I thought would win, um, college football, MLB, right, right. all that, I lost that one already. I oh. redid one. Damn Braves. And this is how I did it. I picked hockey, the Oilers. I picked Georgia. I picked the Braves, which turned out good. Yep. I picked the Rams. And then I did this bet five times, and I picked one golfer from this tournament five different times. And I put much- I put a dollar on each one. So it's like if I lost, I guess I only lost yeah. five bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I picked Victor Hovland as one of those. So I got two legs of a five-leg parlay rocking right now. Nice. And hopefully, Georgia wins, which would be the next one up. Then there'd be a solid buyout. <laughs> and then it goes Rams and then Oilers. I like so that. The up Oilers. In, up until last night, the Oilers were 8-1. and one, and The Red Wings put it to them. Yeah, they yeah, did. So that. that's a win-win, I guess. Yeah. So... McDavid go through is it Connor McDavid? Yes. That dude. I just saw like he went from red they went from the center ice in between defenders with like four of them. And then just like put on just to, and just dangled the the, the goalie yeah. and just I think that was like the Rangers. Nothing. He did that. Pretty slick. Yeah. So that was uh the betting there. Now uh at this golf tournament Hole seven had a cave bunker. Did you guys see oh, this? Oh yeah, it's no. cave bunker. It's always on like social media too about it. Big cave like, bunker. That, that sucks. Anyone that anyone that plays it, it's yeah. Yeah, that would suck to get into. Now it's a really deep cave, also. And Greg Norman talked about how one time he went in the cave a couple hundred yards and went scuba <laughs> diving because there's a a waterway like a river system under the ground. So he went scuba diving in this cave bunker on seven. And that's kind of crazy. I mean, if you hit a ball in there, how are you getting out? I don't know. Backwards? Yeah, backwards for sure. It, unless it goes in the cave too much and hits the rocks and oh, just dang. keeps on going. And then you got to have a drop and penalty and all that. Hmm. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, they should do... I don't know. They should feature that as like a. I don't know. They have it at a. Like who hits it? It's like the closest to the cave. Like is it off a tee shot? Right. It's a par five. Uh, I don't know if it's a par five. Number hole uh, hole seven. Could be a par four. Do, yeah. I don't know. Should just do like closest to the cave and like kind of like that like their signature. I mean that's kind of their signature hole anyways. But I think it's definitely in a landing zone. Yeah. One thing about like that was kind of like the art we had for um, like Thanksgiving coming up. We had down in Florida, we had the called it the tricky trot, and it was a four person scramble. 
and um, there'd be a a turkey and wheelbarrow and uh, not a live one. Okay. I mean, I, I said all of me. Got to clarify. <laughs> yeah. Live door stuff. Preferably, preferably stuff. stuff. <laughs> For safety's so, sake. <laughs> so you had the option to, it was like 220 yards to this turkey. Now, it was a par four, which is a short par four. You can either, one person can go for the green and then like your most accurate person hits it to this turkey and whoever hits it to the closest of the turkey wins the turkey on Thanksgiving. And it was just a cool thing. I was like thinking of like, someone hits it to the cave, it's kind of like the turkey. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Victor Hovland had a, a mishap before the tournament started. And I can't remember who it was. Danny Lee, maybe? Uh-huh. Was wanted to try out Victor's driver. And Victor said, okay, because he was trying to check ball speed or club head speed or something compared to his driver because he had a slightly longer mm-hmm. shaft. And next thing you know, Victor looks over and his driver shaft is in multiple pieces. It just broke on the range before he started his round on Thursday. Mm. And he didn't have a spare shaft with him. He had a spare head. So he had to borrow a shaft from somebody else that was completely different than the one he normally uses. Mm -hmm. But it kept his drive a little lower and a little straighter. And I Mm -hmm. think that really helped him out. I mean, he won Sounds a tournament, like and I seen a few times he hit his drive, and it came up short of that bunker. And I don't know if that was in- intentional because <laughs> he had a lower, shorter flight, and his normal driver maybe would have had the cave bunker in play. Right. So maybe that little crazy thing that happened helped him to win the tournament. Maybe he's got a new shaft that he's thinking of using. I don't know. It sounds like keeping it low was a good thing this weekend. Yeah. Wasn't it? Is, that wasn't he the same guy that like he went to the wrong tee? Didn't he supposed to be like couple, nine and he was on one or a couple tournaments back? Yeah, seems like he's just straight chaos before a, a tournament even starts. So when he gets on the golf course and he's finally fit, play, finally playing golf, it's like <sighs> okay, now I don't need to now I don't need to worry about it. Well, he's like, he's got those high eyes. Yeah, he's like uh, maybe he's kind of high. I don't know. I believe he also, like, sometime last year, moved his ball mark and didn't move it back. And nobody noticed until his mom called him and told him <laughs> that he did it. Was that Victor? I think it was. Huh. I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> Maybe I'm making that all up in my head. but I do remember a story about that where a player's mom <laughs> called him on something like that. I just don't know if it was Victor or not. I, can't, I don't know who where? it was, but... Very stupid question, but where where is he from? Is it where is Victor from? Yeah, uh, Norway, I believe. No, I don't know. I think Norway. We'll ask the producer to look this up. Oh, that's <laughs> that's me. I'm Victor. saying what, he wasn't in the he wasn't on the yes. Olympics. He wasn't he wasn't in the he wasn't on the Ryder Cup team, was he? Norwegian golfer. Uh, I I don't remember if he was. I don't think he was on the Ryder Cup. Well, he maybe was. I don't know. Maybe he was. But yes, Norwegian. He had to have been. I Oklahoma think. State. Yep. Yeah, I don't know that. Yeah. Pretty good. Huh. Pretty good lineup of previous Oklahoma State players on the PGA Tour. 
Mm-hmm. Ricky Fowler. Um, Victor. Wolf. Matt Wolf. Um, May. Others. I, I just seen it on a golf channel the other day. Uh, Tway and May. I don't remember who the first names are, but Tway and May. Apparently, they were good back in the day. The announcers or the, the hosts of the show were like, were "What do like, you say?" Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep going, Kyle. Keep it going. Anyway, yeah, Greg Norman. Speaking of Greg Norman, Greg Norman. I tell you what, starting yeah. they're starting a new golf league in Asia. And Greg Norman is going to be the commissioner Commish. of this long-rumored golf league to rival the PGA Tour. Blah. Blah. Not a fan, huh? Not that. I mean, well, they have this story, then they just came out with the European Tour is now going to be not the European Tour anymore. Really? Elaborate. I haven't heard this one. They're, what they say? They're the DP Tour... World Tour Championship now. The DP World Tours, huh? <laughs> yep. I saw that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> it was on Instagram or something. But yeah, and their cash prize now is our total prize winnings is over two two hundred million dollars. So a lot more people are probably gonna go over there to get a bag. Yeah, I I can see that. I mean there's still a good number of, of guys that want to do it, but it's kind of holding back because the PGA is trying to be, yeah, you know, father figure of, no, you're not doing that. We're not going to allow you to do that and be PGA Tour. I, I mean, will that ever work? I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. It's, uh, you have to get some pretty big players over there and i don't know how it works with like you can't play on the pga tour but can you play like the majors that's probably you have to qualify through the pga like ranking to get on to get is it to, like, pga ranking or is it world ranking oh it's world i ranking. think it's world ranking, it's world ranking. from what i read this new league, league will the count credit. will count toward world ranking points because it's like Joined with an Asian tour, so you might not watch it, Kyle. Joined with an Asian tour, true. And Greg Norman says there's a lot of potential over there. He's big into it, so he says we're missing out by not <coughs> capturing some of the Asian tour to be. Yeah, they're really it's really really popular, and then everything with with Hideki and how that all played out last year. So. It's gonna be. We'll uh, see. It's gonna be hard to pull big golfers over there to go against the PGA for eleven events that they're having this yeah. year. But yeah, but I tell you what, if there's like a next like year, Tiger, Tiger will play like year. the Memorial. He'll play like five, six tournaments. But best believe, if there's money out there, he's gonna grab it. Well, he's already gonna grab the eight million dollar purse for this player impact program so there's a guaranteed eight mil did you yeah i see the uh the rankings tiger second overall like in the world of richest athletes with michael jordan is one mm-hmm. yeah i did see that did you see that kevin no but 
if you'd have had me guess the top two, I think I'd have got it. Can you guess the top? Try to guess the top five. Oh, that's a little tougher. All right, so we've got three more to go. LeBron. Um, who? LeBron in the top five. I'd say nope. Ronaldo. Yep. Oh, yeah. He, I forget. He's fifth. I forget uh, soccer's a sport. Roger Federer. And tennis. Nope. No, not him. <laughs> I forget, forget those are both sports. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 let's see. You have to forgive me. I'm American. What's the sport? Um, is it soccer still? Do you guys? You said Ronaldo, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did. He's five. Okay. So, so yeah, one, two, and five. You need three and four. A little a little hint here is one of them a woman. <laughs> no. I don't know why that was so funny. I mean, I have no idea. Maybe it could have been. Because they're poorly paid. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, I think like Serena Williams is doing stuff um, outside of tennis, and she's done pretty well for herself. Yeah. So maybe, but I don't know. They're, uh, they're golfers. Are they really? The rest of them are golfers? Yeah. So um, it's Arnold Palmer. Greg Norman. No. Arnold Palmer and Jack. Yep. Greg Norman okay. owns shark.com. <laughs> Not even the sharks can get that. <laughs> yeah. Like Come Shark on. Week. Shark Week. Shark.com. They can't get shark.com. Yeah. Like you'd think like sharkgolf.com. No, he owns shark.com. Yeah. Not like the shark. <laughs> like his name. No, shark. <laughs> hmm. huh. I found that impressive. Yeah. I saw that. And it's then... impressive. But had had Feder, I think, was like ninth, maybe ninth or I think there was he was tenth, and then um, Mayweather was I think oh, like yeah. seventh, sixth or seventh, which made me think like and his was like one point like some billion, and like the amount of money he flashes and like always has money on him. Yep, and it's like totally like double that, and that's Tiger, and he's I bet you like. Magic Johnson and Shaquille O'Neal have a bunch of money. Whoever made that list doesn't even know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Magic Johnson's I, probably pretty up there with the Dodgers and all that I stuff think, he's doing. I think the richest was Shaq. There is Shaq. Well, no, it's LeBron. Dude. It's LeBron. Shaq's on everything. You want the general insurance? No free ads. <laughs> you want yeah. those are the worst. Yeah, I know they are. I, I see how Papa John's. He's Papa he's John's? like one of the main owners of Papa John's. No free ads. I mean, he's everywhere. Shaq shoes. Icy hot. Yeah. He's on everything. He, I think his net worth is like 600 million. But LeBron's one point something. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd seen an interview here. It had uh, Chad Ochocinco. And they were asking about his net worth. And they said, well, Google says your net worth is $5 million. Trains? Holy shit. That <laughs> thing read out your window? <laughs> they're, there, they're there to take you to the North Pole, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Polar Express, Tom Hanks. What okay. a coup. So they're like, okay, well, Google says your, your net worth is $5 million. And Ocho Cinco was trying to figure out like, okay, what goes into figuring out your net worth? Because let me show you something. And on his phone, he brought up his bank accounts and showed him. 
And they're like, Jesus. We're going to have to mute that train. Yeah. They're like, wow, that's that's way off. And uh, they're like, can we say it? And he's like, yeah, I don't care. You go and say it. He just said he had $15 million in his checking account. That is and they're bad. like, so... Where do they come up with their figures that I'm a I'm net worth of five million when I got fifteen mil to sit in the bank? Yeah. Can you can you see all these guys cryptocurrency sitting in their accounts? Probably not. Probably not. Dark web stuff. Yeah. And then so much money with obviously Arnold Palmer. He did he was the main dude that did every commercial. He did like Pennzoil, um, John Deere. He did like um airplanes all that stuff and then jack i think is has like so many damn golf courses yeah right yeah and greg norman's doing that too because he mm-hmm. is trying to be commissioner yep. of this new league but he's going to continue to run his golf course designing business out of florida so it's like mm-hmm. can you do both are you yeah. are, are you good enough to be a commissioner of an entire golf league with it's backed by like saudi arabian money I feel like you screw that up, you're probably in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And more than just fired. Yeah. They're not nice. You would think. Now, we did have some listeners from Saudi Arabia. Um, don't take that to heart, I guess. Yeah. We're just kidding. Yeah, we're, we're just kidding. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah, I don't know if you can you can do both, but he's going to try. I mean, there's a couple of his golf courses down in Naples. A Tiburon, that was he has a couple of courses that are that are pretty nice, but I don't know. I don't. I'm not much of a fan. I guess I've I heard that he's kind of. A, I heard he's kind of a dickhead. I don't know how I, met I him. feel about it. When you read, I met him once. Go Norman. on, Norman. Continue. Yes, you was met it, Norman at the store. Yeah, I met him at the uh, PGA golf show. Okay. Um, he was doing an interview with uh, Jack, and Jack went one way. Like they're on this bus, and they're talking on the golf channel. And Jack and them walked down the stairs, and Jack went one way, and I wanted to go that way, but then Norman came our way, and no, like not a lot of people were going that way. And I just said, you know, hi, my name's Kyle. Da da da. He shook my hand, and he just looked like his eyes were so far back in his skull, like his eyebrows were just like hovering over you it was very very intimidating it's like a shark yeah the doll's like eyes, doll's eye. yeah. black no, and it lifeless was, it was yeah he just looked like he was pissed like looking at it, like you're just just look pissed for some reason but he was just talking like he was happy but his facial expression was just off the charts so he probably just intimidated them and be like you know what you can run this league he's like you know what i can run this league but he probably has no idea. When you read his interviews, he just keeps saying he wants to grow the game. So I don't know how I feel about it because you got – that's all he's ever said about it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's backed by money that people are questioning. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about the PGA saying, don't play these 11 tournaments or you're out. Right, and like it's not like Greg Norman – like, why wouldn't Greg Norman? Like, he made millions of dollars off of playing on the PGA Tour. Like, why wouldn't he back the PGA Tour? 
in that sense. Well, I don't I mean, think it's him not backing the PGA Tour. It's just him trying to start this. He he would. He's growing I'm the sure game. he would prefer the PGA Tour combines with them and like partners. Yeah, I don't think he'd he's be, against the partnership. He'd be like the Rock going with the XFL when he wanted to be NFL player. I guess kind of trying to grow the game. Sure. Maybe is that still going on? XFL. I, I think so. I don't think, I think so. the Rock is still like an owner, right? Yeah. I just haven't seen anything of it going on, but I think that happens in the spring summer. Spring. I think so. Is XFL yeah. something like that? I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll get to it if if it starts happening. I don't know. <clears throat> so, two weeks ago, Kyle, you you brought this up where you sent me a video about it, and we never ended up bringing it up on the podcast, though. Um, mm-hmm. Leading into it, we'll say the World Series. Congrats, the Atlanta Braves, just because I bet on you and you did win. So that's great. Great. Good job. No, nobody wants Houston anyway. It was his second bet, but good job. Yeah, it was my second second bet. <laughs> but but get, I could have bet on them to win the World Series, or I could have bet on them to win Game 6. And they were underdogs for Game 6. So that's what I picked because it would have paid out more money. More. And it was right. So perfect. Oh, yeah. It's a good pick. But anyways... Um, you brought up the fact that all baseball fields everywhere oh, yeah. is all different, like shapes, wall heights, everything is all different. And it's like, why? There's no different football fields that are like, yeah. well, this field's a little bit longer or this field's a little <laughs> wider. They just don't do that. Yeah. Basketball court, this, you know. It's all the same. But, yeah. So I don't I don't understand that. Like, how can you go around saying that you're the best? You hit the most home runs in a stadium when your field is like average twenty feet shorter in right field, and that's where all your homers are going. Like, how do you feel good about like? I guess it's an easy way out. I just don't under, I just don't understand why it can't be. There's so much. There's so much riding on a home run. On top of that, like you're having a strike zone and you're having people like camera angles and making sure that, you know, the, you know, they, they do the pinch count or whatever. And they have like, if it's a strike or a ball, like they can, uh, or if like someone has like a play at the plate, they can review that. Like, I don't understand why they're doing that much. Why wouldn't they have a standard has to be this long? Well, I think. This is what somebody said to me. I don't know if this is true or not because I don't research this stuff. It's a Kevin approach. I don't research this, but I mm. think it was the baseball is so old in our country that they kind of just fit the fields where they could fit them. And they maybe got different shapes when they could fit them in different places. And then when they had a short wall or a short distance to the wall, they just made mm. the wall higher. Like, uh, yeah, you know Wrigley? Boston, not really, but Fenway, yeah, Fenway, or I mean, shit. You talk about Wrigley. How about the walls are ivy, and in some places they're brick, and in some places they're fence. Some places it's padding. Like there's no regulation to what a field has to be, yet everything rides so heavily on scoring and a home run gets you those those runs, right? Yet everything <sighs> is different. It is weird, but. This is a golf podcast, and no hole is the same from any other hole. True. 
and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> how it, that's how the I game's... don't know if I have a good rebuttal for that, Kevin. But I mean, you would want all courses to be a little different. Yeah, you are correct when every hole is different. Yes, yes, but but I think as far as baseball goes, everybody everybody plays it that course four times that week if they make the cut, obviously. And they all have that, like, if you go to, like, our division, like, if it's, like, the Indians and the White Sox and all this, you're going to the Guardians. major. Yeah. You're going to be the Guardians now. Guardians, whatever. Yeah. So they have these, like, On this set, week of, is it racist? <laughs> they have these set uh, games that they play, conference games, and if their average field is shorter, they should be able, you would think it'd be easier to score more runs if you hit home runs. But in a sense, it might be harder because maybe the infield and, and the outfielders here are closer. I don't know how that works. I get someone knows about it. But like the problem would be like keeping stats. If your home field is shorter than everyone else's, you're going to play more games there than everyone else. Mm-hmm. But like you said, a golf course, they all play the same hole four times a week. Both teams mm-hmm. are playing on the same field. They are. And how about how about this? And maybe teams do this. I mean, it would be smart if they mm-hmm. did. I'm not the first one probably to think of this. But if you have a field shorter with shorter fencing than the rest of the fields, do you think those teams load up more on offensive, like good batters and focus less on good pitching? Put more money toward batting and those players – less money on pitching and then fields like Detroit where you have what a 420 center. Yeah. And I think Comerica the fence was actually further out than what it is now and I right. think where the the bullpen's bullpen at that wasn't the bullpen that was more field. Right and they closed it off because no one was hitting dingers and it was just a boring thing to watch like how can <laughs> we do this and still be So I think maybe Detroit so, baseball's boring as at that anyway. time loaded up more on Good pitching, which is when we had what Verlander and like Bonderman and Scherzer and Fister. I mean, we had good pitching at that time, right? So maybe if you have a large field, you focus more on having solid pitching core, and if you have a smaller field, you focus more on good batting. I don't know, but yeah, I'm sure there's better people in baseball. I like it more. More elements to the game. Yeah, I like it. Elaborate more on that. Maybe Springer. I know he'll edit. Or he'll text us anyway. Yeah. I just don't. And then, like, if they're in Colorado, the ball travels further, but are the are the fields or the walls further back? Like, that's. I don't know. I don't crazy. Know. Kind of like when you kick, like, whenever you see a Denver Bronco have a kick at, like, 60 yards, like, yeah, but it's in, it's in, it's in Denver. So, really, it's only, like, a 52. Because it flies further. Yeah. Yeah. That's like when they have the the one game in Mexico City. Oh, yeah. It's way up there. So you're like, okay, the ball's really going to fly here. Yeah. Another question off of the baseball. The coaches, they wear the uniforms. Yeah. (laughs) What if other sports did that? That's weird. Right? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Hockey? I never thought about that. It's a suit, you know, it's co- a suit and tie. Imagine Coach K wearing a fucking Duke jersey. <laughs> yeah, on the bench, coaching. I mean, football is kind of 
They're not wearing the jersey, but no. Well, I mean, they're Dan, wearing a, a like a, a pullover. Yeah. Dan Campbell would be the first one to be like, "I'm in," and he would. But like, they would have to wear yeah. football pants. He'd wear his oh, jersey yeah. from. They have to wear football pants and a jersey. Yeah, Dan Campbell would be yeah, the they, first one. They, weird they wear be? the pants too, huh? Yeah, that's fucking yeah. weird. They do. They wear full. Yeah. Some of them are wearing cleats. Huh. It's yeah. just weird. Troy Aikman's gonna announce. He's like, "Oh, what? He's gonna have his own." I mean, have his imagine on. other sports doing that though. Yeah, because nobody else does it. Yeah, that'd be well hockey. That'd be fucking really weird. Yeah, it'd be super weird. <laughs> that'd be awesome. I mean, if you were standing behind the bench with a jersey on, sure. But if you're in full fucking pads, yeah, then... helmet and everything, <laughs> and you're the coach. Yeah. Huh. Weird. That is a strange <laughs> thought. Just see Jerry Jones up in the <laughs> up in his suite swearing. Well, not uh, Jones. He's not the coach, but yeah, but it'd be hilarious. It would to be see weird. That. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the only thing that comes close. I mean, you're saying football, but I think it's probably golf. It's probably the only thing that comes close. The caddy is wearing golfish type clothes, and then probably the right the overalls, or he's wearing. The, the caddy vest or whatever but he's wearing golf clothes underneath for the most part yeah no i didn't think about like the the attire like pants and everything yeah well, that's fucking weird like, why is a coach wearing full yeah. jersey you don't fuck with tradition i guess probably probably because the coach has played at some point well yeah like, well any coach that coaches professionally i'd imagine no i mean I like mean, like 1902 you probably had the fucking coach out there oh also um, playing at shortstop <laughs> well, maybe everyone was getting drafted okay we're short players yeah maybe. i don't know shout yeah. out to the veterans look at, veterans at a league of their, a league of their own yeah um, why didn't tom hanks wear a skirt i don't know he was wearing pants <laughs> that's I mean, bullshit that's tradition here yeah Sexy. just like no crying in baseball there's that's no tradition in baseball it's tradition i don't know i just thought that was weird that Coaches are wearing full uniform. Yeah. And it's the only sport will, to do it. That will pop into my head every time I watch baseball now. No. <laughs> weird. weird. He comes out in a shirt and tie and just, you know that was a ball. <laughs> he was safe. Thanks it it wouldn't be weird. And, and then they'd like Bob Knighted, I guess. That's if the they didn't wear it. the jerseys before. Yeah. Like if all of a sudden every baseball coach decided we're just going to wear a pullover and pants regular pants yeah, like normal like a football coach yeah everyone would be cool with that but if any other coaches decided we're gonna dress like the rest of the team for any other sport that would be really weird. fucking weird you would he's <laughs> so weird uh. hmm. anyway speaking of weird oh, uh, shit. kevin and i i think we both won this week with only one quarterback isn't that weird? That is weird. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah? Uh, Isn't talk- that weird, Kyle? Want to talk about it? I, I don't want to talk about it, okay? I not team. only had one quarterback, I had three zeros on my team. You had two zeros. Okay, I had a point three also. <laughs> we'll count that as <laughs> a zero, I'd say. I mean, there's. I mean, if I lost, I've had make it a zero. More. I still beat you. Mark it zero, well, dude. So apparently, I had five zeros on my squad. <laughs> no. So bad, so bad. On top of that, 
don't know if did we talk about my uh survivor pool on our podcast not if you're currently in one but a previous one we did yes yeah i was in one and there were 36 guys and it went down to three and it was like i think it was like 660 you could win it was winner take all and it was me and two other guys and one guy picked the raiders this week lost to the giants the other one picked the cowboys they lost and they lost the broncos and I coin flipped the Cowboys or the Steelers. And it came up tails. And I went with the Cowboys. Good pick. So all three of you lost? So now you're all, all lost. Are you all still in it then? Because you so, all lost. So one of them was like, well, we can either patch this up and uh, we'll split it three ways. And we'll start over if anyone wants to join and we'll try to do it again and by the at the end of the season whoever like who's ever remaining like we'll just split the pot or you guys can keep going and we can go next week and do your picks and we'll just keep the survivor pool going and winner take all and i was like um uh two 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 twenty sounds pretty good for putting in 20 bucks so I'll, i'll take that and someone's like yeah that sounds good so so you got 220 bucks for a $20 for losing entry. and you're starting over. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Pretty good. So, pick, pretty the, good. Pick, yeah. pick the lions this week. <laughs> no, come on. No, the Steelers aren't that good. I mean, they just won. I mean, they're night. against Chicago. That was who I was going to pick too. The only reason I didn't, it was the fact that I was like, it's Monday night. Like, I don't want to sit back and watch these other people like win their game and then me have to sweat it out on Monday night. I just want to like just band-aid well, it. Just... You had to sweat it out on Monday night anyway. Mm-mm. Uh, with our fantasy game, you did. <laughs> oh, Cause you had running back and I had whole kind of cowardly Ben. Oh. Formerly known as big Ben. So I'd squat. I was like, you know what? I'll just take, I'll take one quarterback. It'll be big Ben. Take him off. Nobody else wanted the guy. I had to pick him up off the waivers. Did me good. Nice. Of course, yeah. What was that? Fooey. Fooey. He says. Only thing. Only thing that matters is week sixteen and seventeen. Just gotta win one of those. Yep. Looking at at league uh, playoff predictions, you have a two percent chance to make the playoffs, but you're not the worst. Faber has a 1% chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I need a, now that was the same Darnold went down and what's his name's back. McCaffrey's back. That's my only hope. And then if Mahomes can get his head out of his ass. <laughs> yeah. He's hurting my Travis Kelsey pick. That's not. Yeah. He's hurting my other league. Yeah. He's, he's a, it's a struggle. They play the Raiders on Sunday Night Football, and I think they're what? What, what are they? Five, five and four, and I think they've only covered two out of seven. So it's probably the best bet to take the Raiders with the points because I think the Chiefs are favored by three. But it just screams like this is probably the one time you bet on the Raiders to win, and then the Chiefs blow them out. Like you definitely or, bet on the Raiders. They just picked up Deshaun Jackson. They're going to be yes, throwing they the did, deep they? ball. Yes, they did. 
Rams got Fuck. rid of him. Raiders got him. They heard they, they happened had a, to have heard a, they had an opening. Yeah, heard, heard they uh, happened to get an opening at the wide receiver position. <laughs> I th- I really thought that the Chiefs were going to get him. No, but Odell wants to go to the Chiefs or the Packers or the Saints. I I thought I saw the Saints already said no. No. Yeah, the Lions good. said no. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. You know, number one on the waiver. Yeah, the Lions. They said no. Yeah. Go to Green Bay. I don't want him. So what happened to your Bills? Yeah, what the fuck? Six to nine? They lost oh, to yeah. the Jags? In-laws so, must be angry. They're so mad. So, so they're so Kyle's mad. been they're... tiptoeing around his own house for a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't get the game because the only game that came on was the Browns and the, and the Bengals. Because so sun, or Thursday was the Colts game. So we're thinking like, hey, we might have an extra, you know, uh, the Colts aren't playing. So that CBS, they, like it, it could be your game. But I'm like, I don't I don't really see that. It's probably going to be the Cincinnati game or whoever they're playing. And it was the Browns. And uh, yeah, they had to watch it on their phone and watch updates, 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 updates. And then they got to it where I think the Browns were winning by so much. They switched it over to the Bills game. And they watched the last like three minutes, and they were just Josh Allen. What the fuck? What the? What the? Like how? Like you, how can you be this good? Come off a bye, and then like they barely beat the the Dolphins or something. They, they like laid an egg the first half, but then ended up getting it together. But then they were able to. Uh, then they played the Jaguars and yeah, six points. Yeah. Six to nine. Oh, but that's one thing. Like the Chiefs, the, the Chiefs scored thirteen points, and like, all right, if you score thirteen points, no matter who you're playing against, you're probably going to lose. Most weeks, but. yeah, most weeks. But um, when you have a rookie quarterback making his first start, throwing interceptions like nobody's business out there, you can get a win. I guess. Very- True. Yeah. So the future of Green Bay looks very bleak. I like that. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Aaron's uh, not in some good news right now. Apparently he lied. I didn't. I didn't know he lied. I think he kind of said some stuff, but didn't flat out say I didn't get the COVID vaccine because he said something about being immunized or something like that, and yeah. everyone just kind of assumed. Right. But if you're not vaccinated, you have to go through certain protocols. That's such a like wasn't doing it. So that's where it's like, okay, you are in the wrong here. That's such a California guy thing to say, I think. California thing to say. Yeah, I'm here. I, I I got it. Or like just beating around the bush of saying like yes or no or whatever you need to say. I think so many uh, Green Bay fans are out on him because of that, and it's like he brings a lot of entire preseason, and he brings out the fucking he brings out so much drama, and like diehard Packer fans probably are like, it's really good, but we don't need him. Ready to move on? I don't think they really want to move on to Jordan Love. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. from what we saw, you know, maybe maybe he's he's better. Then he showed in the first game. I imagine he maybe. Was. 
Yeah, it was a Chiefs defense. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> so, I yeah. mean. Chiefs defense, that's definitely what it was. <clears throat> um, comeback story, though. Adrian Peterson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back again. Yes. A-P. Is he A-P or is he going by A-D? I've heard both. I don't know. Is it A-D because of Adrian? A-D is the start of his first name, but I've also heard A-P for Adrian Peterson. I would say AP. AP. I've heard both. Always AP. I've always thought AP just because it's the initials, but I've heard some say AD. But I don't know. But he turned down Dancing with the Stars in the offseason when he was not on a team in hopes that a team would pick him up. He was thinking Baltimore. He was hoping anybody. He was thinking Baltimore. So, well, he already had a, a stint on the Saints. He did? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, sure. Remember that. Oh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. We'll have to look it up. But I think I think he did. I could be wrong. I think it was before he was on the Lions. He was with the Saints. Hmm. I think. Um, well, that's something I learned this week. But every, yeah. any, anyway, <laughs> uh, Dancing with the Stars was going to pay him, and this seems crazy, $150,000 to go through the rehearsal period? That's mm. what they get paid? For Dancing wow. with the Stars, that seems nuts. They turned it down, and I guess if you go through the show, there's chances of winning $335,000 if you win or something like that. Jesus. But he said, no, I have hopes to be picked up by a team, and wouldn't you know, he got picked up by a team that is a run-heavy team, and it just kind of fits him like a glove. Yeah. Yeah, man. They're so good. I never would have thought they would have, you know, come out and won after Henry goes down. Third, third best running back of all time. AP, yeah, uh, hot take. Take a shot. <laughs> take a hot take shot. Top three. No, I'm saying he's number three. But if you want to list your top three, go ahead. Hmm. It has to be Barry Sanders. It has to be Walter Payton. Mm-hmm. About Jim Brown, um, Jim Brown maybe. I don't know. I don't know all their stats. I've I've heard the names like they're really good, but I don't really know their stats. Barry Sanders. I, I don't know. I will have to look. I don't know the difference. I don't know Adrian Peterson and Latanian Tomlinson. I just remember him being so fucking so good. Yeah. But I remember. I mean, I remember also that Adrian Peterson ran for like three hundred yards. Against the Lions, like, like two hundred ninety-six <laughs> yards or something like that. That's not shit. Yeah, anybody can do that against the Lions. No, top three. Yeah, sure, sure, man. He's good. I think we go five, but he's good. All right, definitely good. Um, the only thing I really have left is uh, the HP Enterprise Houston Open. This weekend, and then what we learned this week. Sound good? Let's go with it. Unless you want to rumble. Unless Kevin wants to get into a quick story about his kids. <laughs> Just on the spot, yeah. is there a quick story about your kids you like to do? Uh sure. There was one <laughs> uh, this weekend, or I don't know when it was, but. I was just laying on the couch, and Will was kind of sitting on my chest, telling me a story that he was totally making up as he went. 
about like being at the doctor and playing on a trampoline. And I wasn't really paying that much attention. And then he goes, and then Sophie was like, what the fuck? And I looked at him and he's like, yeah, that's, that's what she said. Sophie said that. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) And of course I'm laughing too hard to do anything about it, but. (laughs) Oh yeah. Wasn't there another one with him backing down the hallway? And saying you guys are oh, a-holes. Yeah. yeah, he called us a-holes. <laughs> oh, How man. old is Will again? He's three. Perfect. He's like, yeah. you guys are a-holes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where you heard that from. Yeah. I don't say that. I say asshole. Yeah. But he, he did say a-hole. He didn't swear. He said a-hole. You guys are a-holes. So that's very oh. PG of him. <laughs> Logan is showing... Uh, Logan is noticing now that Michelle is showing quite a bit and uh, Michelle kind of points to her belly, like the bump and babies and like Logan wants to go over and like kiss the babies. And whenever like we go into a store and uh, let's just say a well-endowed woman, stacked woman, Mm. (laughs) She mm-hmm. says, "Babies, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, buddy." She's like, whisper like this, quiet, like, like, good job. What do you call that out? Knuckles, <laughs> but like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you live at a train station by chance? I mean, it's it's within a mile. Y'all should come down. You can see. It's we'll take a train. Man, <laughs> take a train. I mean, it's right here. It's right there. Step right out the, right on the yeah, doorstep. The yeah. <clears throat> well, thank you for those stories, Kevin. Those were beautiful, beautiful <laughs> stories about your three-year-old. Yeah. That's yeah. What, what you guys up to? That's what, what, about... that's what she said. Yeah. She yeah, said. That. Sophie said that, not me. All <laughs> right. What you been up to the last two weeks? I know we're all right. We'll, we'll get that last. So what do you mean? Go to the, go to the golf tournament now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so so it's the uh, Hewlett Packard. Enterprise Houston Open going on. Um, so much stuff like before that. Just Houston Open. Yeah, I know the just, the last tournament with it's like it, with so it, many names. It was it fuck? was called the Worldwide Technologies Championship at Miracoba. But when you search for it for betting, all it said was Miracoba. So it was like I can't find this tournament. Oh, it's because it's just labeled Miracoba. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's like the names are getting longer for these tournaments. It's crazy. But I am in last place. So that means I get first pick. Yep. Now, does this mean I pick my pick and my dark horse? Or do I do one and then Kevin does one? Both. Do both. Okay, good. Because I'm going to go Scotty Scheffler. I mean, he's a top dog. He's not the top dog, but he's a top dog. No, no. He's second. I don't know what you're looking at, but he's second. To who? I'm going Scotty Shuffler and Jonathan Vegas. I'm, I'm trying to get that. I have, okay. have Shuffler one. See, Sam, we're seeing different Sam, Sam Burns. Burns. Sam Burns is one. He's a plus 1,200. 12, Scotty Shuffler is plus 1,600. 1,200. Oh, that's leader after round. Oh, that's leader after round one. Okay, okay, okay. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> what the? F- 
Like, what the hell's going on? So he's not the top, but he's second. Okay. But I'm taking him and Jonathan Vegas. Jonathan Vegas. Dark Horse. And just to confirm, right, try to down. find him, Jonathan Vegas is plus 8,000. Yeah, I don't think you had to confirm that. But My Well, with the mishap of last week, I'm, I was going to confirm it. Kevin, you are second because you're in second place. My pick, not a dark horse this week, Seamus Power. Oh, plus no. 4,000. You love that dude. Dude. You love that dude. He's hitting like top 10 all the time. Why not? If you can just get solid so money. Every on week. How many you fucking you get? Easy money. I guess. So who's the dark horse? I'm going to go with another one of my favorites, Ian Poulter. Uh, kind of, plus 6,000 or 6,600. I thought Ian Poulter. <laughs> no. See, that's what I must have been looking at. All right. Uh, my guy is not legal. <laughs> He's not. I got to put these in here for you. Powers. What, what am I looking at here? Seamus Power is going to start competing with Tony Finau for top tens. Could. Any day now. All right, Kyle. Mr. First Place right now. Who do you got? Okay. Going by, going with the name Tony Finau. Okay. He's at plus 2,500. And I'm going with your pride and joy, Stuart Sink. Stuart, okay. Plus 12,500. Yeah, he's up there. It's up there. That's probably the the worst dark horse you've ever picked, or best dark horse you've ever picked. Well, depending I on how you I, look at it. I, I gotta I gotta no. make it a I have to make it at least five digits if I was that close with Sergio and didn't pick it. I felt bad <laughs> I, being close to that. I think he's taken a guy that was worse before. Um, I think it was actually two weeks ago. He had a dark horse that was worse. Huh. That was when you picked your dark horse. It was a hundred thousand. I think <laughs> his was like plus twenty thousand. Twenty thousand, probably yeah, something like that. All right, yeah. So, Scheffler in Vegas, Kevin Powers again, and Poulter. The peas. You're the pea guy. Power. Power Poulter. Power Poulter. Power to the Poulter. There you go. And Kyle with uh, Fino and Sink. <laughs> That's with a C. Sink with a C. Now, okay. something you learned this week. Oh. And I'm going to have Kyle go first this time. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Screenshot of this so I wouldn't forget it. Okay. Did you know? Baby owls sleep face down because their heads are too heavy for their bodies. I did not. And it says, I have a picture of it, and the caption says, me laying on the kitchen floor, hung over as titties. Hung over <laughs> as titties. Huh. That's weird. <laughs> that is weird. So, I mean, are their wings I, out even? <laughs> just like this. Just... Like passed out. Yeah. So when baby owls sleep in their nest, they have to f put their 
base on the floor. Okay. <laughs> that is interesting. I did not know that. <clears throat> did not know that. Kevin, do you have something you learned this week? Uh, yeah, kind of, maybe. Okay. I just, uh, you ever go through like old boxes and find shit? Oh, yeah. Sometimes. Clean out my garage. Like your shit, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes. All right. Uh, I've, I found some Beanie Babies. Solid and, uh, find. Yeah. So I was just kind of looking online. I was trying to figure out, like, price-wise, how much a Beanie Baby's gone for. Mm-hmm. I can't find it. All I can find is, like, your Beanie Baby might be worth this much. Okay. Which is, like... Like, it's got to be perfect condition, tags still on it and everything. Yeah, but I've never actually seen... I couldn't find one that's actually sold for the amount of money I'm seeing. You got to find collectors. And I, I have no clue where you'd find a Beanie Baby <laughs> that's, collector. That's what I was thinking. But anyway. I'm thinking about, like, baseball cards or hockey cards. I've Yeah, I have a ton of those. Three, like, three good bins. I'm like, these are going to be, like, every time we move, I open up this bin. I'm like, what the hell is this? I'm like... Varsity jacket. What else? Like, what are these like photo albums? I'm like, oh hell no! Like, this is Wayne Gretzky uh, rookie card. I have Larry Bird, no way Michael Jordan, a Wayne Gretzky rookie card. Uh, And if you have one, why are you hanging on to that thing? Sell it. You got twins coming, boy. (laughs) You might want to go through that box again. Yeah, Yeah. check it out. Maybe it's maybe it's an MVP card. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably his brother. It's not Wayne. It's 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 the man. It's his brother that played for the Trashers. I, am, I got a Michael Jordan card. Like I got all these cards, I have no idea. I don't know. So I I did come across the highest selling Pokemon card that's okay. actually sold for three hundred and sixty nine thousand U S dollars. A Charizard. Well, I mean, yeah. Growing up, he was the card <laughs> to have. He's the card. Apparently. You don't want them to have a shadow. Oh, is it like a misprint card then? I that's like everything that sells for a lot of money or can sell for a lot of money is a is a mistake, pretty much. Well, that, yeah, that's because they're so rare, right? Just like coins with mistake prints on them, right? So yeah. So okay. that was what I came across. Was, I don't have any more. You can Pokemon imagine how cards, much money but, we'd have if we just like hung on to our Pokemon. Oh cards. my god. I gave him to my little brother, I believe, and then I don't know where they ended up from there. Not only that, but um, I had a shit ton of Beanie Babies. and Michelle's parents says, like, they have every Beanie Baby. Even, like, the McDonald's, like, the little ones you get in your Happy Meal. Yep. Yeah. They have them all still. My parents had them all in a tub, big-ass tub. And when all eight grandkids are there, they dump this tub out and just chuck these things across the room. Dog yeah. stop. Dodge so ball. like yeah you know there's yep. a fifty thousand dollar beanie baby going <laughs> going across the dude lift. <laughs> you better you with better the, stop with that the quick. tag all crumpled up and missing and <laughs> yeah you better uh, stop that find the uh, ones worth money and get rid I, of them I have some in a box I have no idea how to figure out if they're worth money if anybody listening wants to buy some beanie babies yeah I got some bears there you go. <laughs> Lots of bears. Well, Michelle's Michelle's parents actually have um, Michelle's dad bought uh, Beth 
a cabbage patch doll that's like one of like the first hundred that's ever made hmm. like like, hmm. like that like authenticity and everything like it's still in the in the box i don't know what that holds um but hmm. apparently that's it's supposed to be really, really rare. I'm like, but who the fuck, like, day and age, like, this day and age wants a cabbage patch doll? Like, yeah, what? finding buyers like, and toy collectors or t- museums or something. Maybe. Yeah. I just don't understand collecting at all. Just spending, spending that amount of money on something to sit on a shelf because mm-hmm. it's one of a hundred or yeah. it's got the wrong colored eyeball or. Yeah. That's just insane. Like Star Wars collectors, like that. Obviously, that's gonna stay for a long time because that's still relevant and stuff like that. But like, Couch Patch dolls. I mean, like Pokemon's still a big thing. Dude, all, yeah. the, all that shit comes back around. Yeah. Is, is it weird? I mean, like, like you had a bunch of Beanie Babies, and I feel uh, like it's not like you liked Beanie Babies, but you thought eventually. These will probably be worth money, right? No, I liked being. You really like being. Okay, well, I guess I'm wrong here, but I feel like <laughs> yeah, I did. I feel like there's people that they have these things, and they're like, "Oh, this is going to be worth money someday," and they're hanging on to it, and they're like cherishing this thing because eventually they'll be able to get rid of it for money, and they never actually really like the thing. They just want remember- the money that they could get. That's. I remember Beanie Babies being know, like man. five dollars. Wasn't it five dollars or seven dollars for a Beanie Baby? Probably depending on which one you got. They were mostly $5. I think they were $5. And I remember Wyman having a bunch of them. Going over to your house, Kevin, you had a bunch of them. Yeah. And they all had and names. My, yeah, 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 yeah. Open the tag, you have all the stuff. And, and my they had dad, like a description. They had like their life written out on a little one-inch fucking yeah. heart-shaped tag. And I remember my dad, I'm like, let's go get a beanie, baby. Let's, let's go do this. And then he's like, what? what? What are you talking about? And then we went to this store in Claire. Uh, like right by the hardware store. Not sure what it was called. Um, but it sold like candles and much other stuff and mm. totally out of Chaz's element. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like Apple Tree Lane. Yes. Is yeah. that it? Yeah. Yep. I don't think it's still there, but maybe it is. I don't, I don't know. So. And uh, so, yeah, we're going here and, and he's like, $5 for this? He's like, want to just go hit a bucket of balls? I'm like, <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. It's like, all right, sweet. So then we went up to the place. In, Patty's Par, probably. Patty's Par, yep. Yeah, I the tickets under the tokens or whatever. Yep. Half the sign's still there. Yeah. Yep, we got we got the, uh, we just walked over to the uh, Doherty and got the tokens, bought the mm-hmm. tokens from them. and mm-hmm. Yeah, you get the tokens like yep. two miles down the road from the <laughs> yeah, drive from, from where you have to actually put them in the machine. Uh, yeah. Yep. That's crazy. No wonder it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, what I learned this week, a couple in New Zealand, Colin and Donna. Well, whoa. I just looked at Chair looks huge, Kyle. Yeah, what oh the my fuck God. happened? <laughs> I just looked over and you look like a child. Like you shrunk. <laughs> this is my nugget. And that window <laughs> looks gigantic, right? Oh, my God, man. You are, you are, you've shrunk. I'm in the kids' room. <laughs> oh my God. Then things should be huge. Yeah. You should be big compared to that chair. Anyways, wow. 
That went was off trippy, the rails. Yes. Crazy. Um, anyway, Colin, Donna, uh, they may have their self the world's largest potato. No shame. That's right. Uh, the old world record was just over 10 pounds. No, no. Colin Donna blew that one out of the water. Their potato is 17.4 pounds. Dang, that's a big potato. Crazy. Huge potato. That is a large fry. Guess what they named it? They named the potato. They named it because mm, it's a world right. record potato. Large spud. Spud. <laughs> this is taking way too long. Spudnik. Okay, Kyle, quick guess. No, I have nothing. Close. They named it Doug. Uh, it was close. Because he, he dug it up. So they named it Doug. Jesus. And uh, they plan on having it inspected by you know Guinness World Records to confirm that it is a potato and it's the world record. And then he plans to make vodka out of it. Good plan. <laughs> what else would you do with it? That's his plan. So New Zealand, world's largest potato, soon to be vodka. That's great. Make a great transfusion. Yeah. And the second thing I have here, uh, did zero research on this, went very Kevin style on this. But um, I just thought of this because of what was the show that was going on upstairs, mm-hmm. Narcos, and Spanish was going on. Okay. Um, I just thought of it. Uh, they probably don't say say cheese when you're getting photos taken in Spanish, right? Or, or probably any other language for that matter. Well, you know, we say it as like cheese because it's like a smile. Right. It went through my brain. I was like, they probably don't say like, you know, say queso because your mouth is like, ooh. So you're not getting a photo taken like that. So like we say like, okay, say cheese. I just thought about it like, boy, they probably don't say cheese in Spanish for photos. Uh, man. That's what went through my head. That's crazy. So you I don't know if I really learned that or if I made it up, but they don't. More than likely, say queso for a photo. I would bet not. It's like when people think like they can speak in two languages. You're like, how do you like? What are you thinking? Do you think in one language and then speak another, or do you just? Yeah, like we would we would translate everything in English when someone speaks Spanish to us, and then we think about it in English and say it in Spanish back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But. yeah, that's uh, that's what I got for episode fifty nine. Um, <laughs> Kevin, have you figured out Boys Weekend this weekend? Yeah, yeah. Tell no, me it's, about happen- that. it's happening, huh? Y'all, Boys Weekend. Doing? Boys Weekend. Okay, going Tomorrow. out on the town. We're gonna we're gonna tear up the big city we're of Claire. Put on our boots, new boots. Go new boot goofing, and hit up the town. I gotta get new boots. <laughs> you guys going out Saturday? Yes. Uh, Brittany, my wife, is going downstate Christmas shopping, so mm. I'm sending the kids to her parents' house. Perfect. And uh, making a night of it. Meeting up with some of the boys, a couple of which I haven't seen in a minute. Sounds like a good time. I just need to run out of room at the Doherty. Nah, I don't want to do that. I mean... I'd rather save that money and spend it on other stuff, but right, yeah, like Kevin needs new boots if he's gonna go new boot goofing. 
Yeah, I do. <laughs> I got to get new boots before the end of the year anyway. Because uh, they buy them for me at work. So Lucky you. <laughs> Lucky <boy>. you. <clears throat> so that's our weekend. Kyle? Uh, I'll be working. Uh, I have Sunday off, but then I don't have another day off until Thanksgiving. So I'm working 15 out of the next 16 days. I have Monday off. Well, it's opening day. Mich- I I don't. Michigan holiday. I don't have it off, but it's unsafe. You shouldn't be at work. True. Very true. Could be a bullet come right through the windows. You never know. I'm gonna be there. No. <laughs> what about what about because that girl's <laughs> uh yeah, she she probably will. Talk about her off air. All right, you have to bleep that one out. Bleep that name off. <laughs> Not that she listens, but it just doesn't need to get out, I guess. Because some folks do. Because I do have to work with her. It's fair. So, yeah. Yep, I will be there. Um, my manager will be gone. My boss will be gone. Um, I don't know if Keith will be there. Hmm. Maybe, maybe not. It might just be me all like by myself up front. Do they hunt out at Eagle Glen? No. Hmm. I mean, James every once in a while will shoot some geese, but no, they don't hunt out there. Firefly they have like five. It used to have like five or six different setups. Yeah, you could see them. Not at the Glen. Hmm. Not at the Glen. If you had to put a, a ground blind or gun blind, what hole would you put it on? At Eagle? Uh-huh. Well, shit, you'd have to put it somewhere close to the, the trees, and there's not very many at Eagle Glen. So. Or the fields. Uh, I guess I'd say either three, four, or five. I was thinking three, four, five, or I think even like 11. If hopefully like one just runs across the field there. Well, or from out of bounds yeah, on your property. They would have to get onto the, the course shooting it on other people's property. Probably not a good idea. Maybe between 13 and 14 with the field right there. Maybe. Yeah, because then you have like the vantage point, I guess. <clears throat> I was just thinking trees. So are you going out there, Kevin? Trees. You going out in your dad's? I don't think so. Undecided still. What? Britt's going out. I might just stay home with the kids. She always, she want to your pink car heart and be like, oh, I love hunting. One day out. Shot at 10 point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what yeah. a dick, right? What a, what a bitch. <laughs> Oh, oh wow. No, not that's not even the worst of it. It's like all the pictures I get in my deer blind when I see Jack shit and she's like, Oh, just letting these six and eights pass so I can shoot a ten point. All right. You you got one last year. Yeah. It's on yeah, the did. wall. It's on the wall. I earned that one. Yeah. And you know what I see? <laughs> I see a snap from Britt saying just like yeah. waiting for this thing to fall off the wall and stab the kids in the eyes. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I know. She, she pretty, said that. pretty doom and gloom there, but well, hopefully it doesn't. But the giant picture frame next to it did and shattered all <gasps> over the floor. So oh. 
If maybe she talked something into existence there. Well, the, you have uh, it right over the toy box, don't you? Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, sure you walk to it and run yeah, to it. I want to make sure the kids see what I did every time they walk <laughs> in that living room. Yeah, your daddy did that. It's all about placement. Yeah, I didn't say it. I I didn't say it. Sophie did. That's what she said. Yeah. Anyway, damn kids. That's all I got. Episode fifty nine. Um, good luck to everybody that does go out hunting. If you're listening to this while you're out hunting, good for you. We appreciate that one. Good for you. You're a winner. Show us your trophies. You're going to get a yeah. big, big buck. I just yeah. know it. How much jerky have you eaten during this whole time of listening to this podcast yep. while in the blind? When this is done, go listen to The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. It's a good one. I love that song. Yep. Gordon Lightfoot. Oh, I was thinking, how about this? Before we send off. Your favorite gun blind snack. I thought he was gonna say oh, favorite. I already, I already know I already song. know Kyle's answer. Kyle's answer is bugles. Mm-hmm. I know. You put them on your fingers. Yeah. Yep. And then you, you pee your pants. <laughs> One time, Nick. <laughs> One time. One I told, time. I told I told you guys and these listeners and in, in confidence. All right. Yep. Yep. <sighs> Bugles are up there. Yeah. Um, and Slim Jims. I don't I don't care who thinks that Slim Jims aren't good. Like they can and spam. Spam's good too, but I won't, won't want to talk about that right now. But Slim Jims are amazing. I don't like them. You don't like Slim Jims? They're edible. In a pinch. Um, They'll work. They're so good. So what's your guys' snacks? Well, I almost never get out to a deer blind. Um, but but you, you can imagine what it'd be like. If I can you did. imagine what it would be like yeah. if if I did, and it's not because I don't want to. I just don't ever have. I don't want to say I have time. I don't prioritize it enough right. to do it. Yeah, but gosh, it's probably just like every other snack that I would hmm. assume if I'm sitting there looking for yeah. an animal walking through the woods, I would <laughs> probably chomping on chips and salsa. I, I would probably go with some candy. Would go uh, chips or anything that seems like loud, <laughs> crunchy. Um, probably not Skittles, maybe Starburst. The wrappers are pretty waxy and quiet, uh, and you could have Starburst. You can get them unwrapped now. Perfect. Like mini, Perfect. just a bag huh. of mini unwrapped Starburst. <clears throat> you know what else I learned? Sammy's favorite Starburst are the yellow ones. I like the yellow ones myself. I like the pink ones. So, like, whatever pink Starburst she has, I'll take. And whatever yellow ones, I'll give. Right. It's perfect. Perfect. It's perfect. Everybody likes the red. Nobody cares she about doesn't. orange. She doesn't like the red. So I'll take those two. Now, you can say that the yellow is your favorite, but you cannot come out here and say that you don't like the pink or the red. That is absurd. It's happened. <sighs> and it's fine because I will take those. So are we yeah, like guess, in a full like? Are we all picking that orange is the worst one out of all of them? Yes. But I'll still eat it. I'd probably go with yellow. Really? Hot take. I'm not saying yellow is bad. <laughs> I don't want. He set that up. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not saying yellow is bad, but I'm saying of your options. I would say it's the worst. No, orange. 
Oh, well. So what's your, your snack of choice, then? I think I always have jerky. Mm-hmm. You're a stone-cold killer. Just eating yeah. exactly what you're trying to kill. Exactly. If I was hunting pig, I'd be yeah. cooking up bacon. And it wouldn't be deformed jerky, either. <laughs> Only the nicest-looking jerky really you can really have deformed jerky. There's not really a set shape. And that's why you like it so much. <laughs> right? You can never tell if it's bad. <laughs> I remember going to your house, Kevin, and having venison salami. Oh, yeah. Your dad would. When my dad kills a deer, that whole thing salami. becomes summer sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> that whole thing. Jesus. If I, holy... if I kill one and we gut it and cut it up ourselves, all my scrap goes in his bucket for summer sausage. <laughs> if I can't make a steak out of it or. That's pretty much all I do. Yeah. You don't do like any ground up? No. Nope. Or venison burgers or venison chili or anything like that? No, I've never done burger. Okay. I've had we it. Do, we do venison chili. Yep. Steaks. You could do like cut up and make venison kebabs. Not with burger, obviously. Oh, but yeah. You could do that. Potatoes and onions and peppers. Make a little venison stew. Nachos and lemon heads. Yeah, my dad's boat. (laughs) That's episode 59. Yeah. All right. Well, this is the third time trying to sign off here. That's episode 59. Um, Again, good luck out in the woods. Kyle, thank you. Um, The train out back, thank you for making an appearance multiple times. Yeah. That's great. Polar Express coming soon. Yep. Kevin, I hope you enjoyed your seating arrangement now. Oh, yeah. Ass is a little nicer. Much nicer. Good. I like that. Like to hear that. That's episode 59. Uh, We will uh, see you in the next one. Yeah. See you. Bye.